You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is Season 2. It's Episode 76, Jed Hoyer's 2023 Cubs Autopsy. Don't forget to listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, FlyW670 on Twitter, Instagram. Of course, we're on Facebook. Or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Crawley, happy Thursday. You know the Bears are playing later tonight, right? No, I did not know that. Um, but uh, <laughs> go Bears. Hopefully they win. Uh I, I I got I got a lot of I got Arizona Fall League baseball, which we'll be talking about next week. I, I got a lot of things going on here. I, one of the jokes, Crowley, was who would win more games in October, the Cubs or the Bears? Oh, that that see, you know, I just I you know when you look at it, it's it's uh when I give when you give so much of yourself to one team, it's hard. To, I couldn't do it again. I can't do that all year, man. I got to sit there and I'm I'm you know I'm I'm now looking at free agents. I'm looking at budgets. I'm looking at all sorts of things to try to figure out how the Cubs can get to the promised land in 2024. And that's the good thing about the end of the season is you get to hear from the president or the owner of the Cubs, the in, uh, first, Tom right? Ricketts, yeah. mm-hmm. and the uh, and then you know and and the president of baseball ops, Jed Hoyer. We got to hear from both of them, and so I think it, it gives you a little bit of roadmap. And what you try to do in these kind of situations is read the tea leaves. You can you you, you know you and I talked earlier. You can pick out certain talking points that they kind of both you know were discussed. And, and, and try to get a general idea here. And there, there were certain things that were said that definitely uh, had me perking my head up a little bit. But, uh, like, you know, there's never going to be a big bombshell, you know. But but there are things that you want to kind of look into and listen to and, and try to get a general idea of what direction they're going to be heading. Absolutely. So let's first get into – now, this is going to be from Sunday off a of marquee. Ricketts in the booth, correct? Yeah. Tom spent uh, some time with reporter uh, with reporters and also with uh, Boog and JD for a whole inning because the innings were going quick that game. But, you know, as, as you kind of take a look at Tom, you know, and, and both him and Jed, have, you're going to hear Jed later, have very similar, you know, when they are talking about the season, the word that comes up is disappointing. And I don't think you could put it any other way. So this is what Tom had to say. Obviously, just like every other fan, it's, it's been a tough few weeks here, you know, to... Um, you know, we fell short of our goal of making the playoffs um, in a way that's been pretty rough emotionally. But, but you know, you just have to, like, you know, look forward and try to build on this and hope the experience is going to make the guys, you know, a little more focused next year. And everyone in the organization does that little bit extra to get us over the hump. Get us what over like- the hump, Crowley. That's what we're hoping for. Right. And what I liked is he, you know, basically said we fell short of our goals. I know, you know, there, there are people that might've said, Oh, you know, look, you, you played all the way until game 161, you were in at this and that, but that wasn't good enough. Not for Jed, not for Tom and, and, and not for the players. And so I, I truly think that, um, 
you know, I'm glad that they kind of came out, both of them, and, and had that to say because it was disappointing. You can't be anything but disappointed the way that that season ended up. No, you can't be disappointed, and that was, that was the thing. They, they didn't reach their goal. They didn't, but they did take a, a nice step in the right direction. The disappointment would come next year if they regressed. So I think you have to hold on to the fact that they did do some really good things, and they did it with guys that nobody – Nobody, including them, thought we're going to be contributors. Right. And and, and so as, as we kind of go on, one of the big talking points is going to be this idea of organizational health. And and this is something that both Tom and Jed are going to talk about, and, and it's something I agree with both of them on. Here's what Tom said about it. Well, I mean, I look at our whole organization and see how healthy it is from top to bottom. You know, we obviously we added some players at the, at the, at the trade deadline. But, you know, with – with you know some minor leaguers that are that are good, but not our core, not our not our best you know not our best prospects, and um, you know across the board we had in each minor league level we had some good seasons, you know with three out of the four were as you know one of the uh, the top teams in their divisions, Tennessee won the league, you know the, the Pelicans got close, but um, I just see a lot of great players coming, and you saw some of them this year. And some of the guys, obviously, um, you know, Wicks and Assad are guys that came out of the system that, that perform really well. And we got more guys coming. So I'm excited about the fact we have a core of players that will be back next year. And a lot of young guys that will be knocking on the door to help them win. Kate Hor- now, again, you know, when you talk about organizational health, I think the difference between now and the 2015 through 2020 iteration is that the Cubs minor league system had some really good blue chip prospects, really, really good. But the depth of the system, Dustin, wasn't that much. The other thing is that they never developed pitching in that first run. Never. You didn't have any pitching that came out of that that was worth anything. And so when you take a look at it, South Bend won the championship last year. Um, Tennessee won the championship this year. Myrtle Beach has been in the postseason the last two years. Iowa had a really good season. I mean, I was always a tough one because you have to keep pulling guys up and down. You get what I'm saying? So it's like they don't get the consistency that the other minor league teams had, but they had a really great year. So I do agree with Tom. I think the organizational health and the young farm system is going to really, you're going to see that bust through, I think, next year. Yeah. And, um, I really appreciate the fact. I don't know how many other owners slash chairmen, chairpersons seem to know as much about the minor leagues as Tom does. He really, he really follows this. I think he goes. I think he goes. I think he's watching the road to Wrigley, just like you and I are watching it. I think he fires up the DVR. He's definitely getting on a call, you know, with with Jed with Carter to get an update on these types of things, and I appreciate that. So when he's actually telling you and I on marquee what he thinks is coming up next. He does sound very believable. He sounds like he knows. It sounds like he cares. I love that. He, he cares about the, the, uh, the affiliates a lot. Uh, he goes down there and he has high expectations of the owners of the affiliates. So you look at, you know, Tennessee's going to have a new stadium that's going to be built. Uh, Myrtle Beach is going to have a new stadium that's going to be built. Uh, South Bend, beautiful facilities. Iowa's wonderful. So he has an expectation of if you're going to own this team, if you're going to be an affiliate, this is what we expect of you. So I, I do like that. Now, uh, one thing that raised my eyebrows and you figured that Jed and uh, – and Tom talked about this before is Kyle Hendricks, because usually, 
you know, an owner's not going to say one way or another. Usually the common line from Tom is, well, that's Jed's decision. Yep. But this is what yep. he had to say about Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's one of the great stories of the summer, coming back from uh, some, some injury issues last year. And I know we have a team option on him, and I'll leave that up to Jed, but I don't. I mean, I, I don't see why we wouldn't be bringing him back next year. It's, uh, um, you just, he's a solid guy. He does have that relationship to the past, but and he's, he's good, still good. And, uh, you know, he's a great teammate, and I imagine he'll be in our rotation next year. It was- you can, so, again, you know, that look, that sounded like a ringing endorsement for me from Tom Ricketts. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, it, and again, how, how do you not like – Kyle Hendricks. If you're a Cubs fan, if you're a Cubs owner, if you're part of the Cubs front office, there's nothing not to like about that guy. Again, you're not having him come in, you know, game one or game seven necessarily at this point in his career, but he's definitely serviceable and he's got to be great in the clubhouse. Right. And like we talked about, he kept the Cubs in games and this was when you would talk about the disaster that was the rotation, you lost Marcus Stroman for half a year. Uh, Drew Smiley was bad most of the year. Jamison Tyone was bad to inconsistent. Uh, uh, Hayden Wesniski never really got rolling this year. And so, you know, if he doesn't come back, you didn't know. And we'll talk about that in Jed's clip. You didn't know what you were going to get from him. He, he really saved this team. Now, this next clip right here is about Dansby Swanson, the big free agent signing. This is what Tom had to say about this. Yeah, when you look at Dansby, I mean, it just solidifies the entire team. You know, just... He's that steady veteran at short. Um, you know, he, he makes all the plays he should make, plus a few that he probably shouldn't. And so he, he's a great guy. And he's also a great teammate and a great leader. So, you know, you look at the, the, the free agent insanity of last offseason, and I, I think Jed played it as well as it could be played with getting the, the right player into our, into our organization. Crowley, that's where I'd like to jump in, though. Go ahead. Good guy, great teammate right guy into our organization. Even some of the guys that didn't make it all the way down to the final 162, they didn't make it to that last game, that were earlier on in the season that helped set the compass, if you will, for this Cubs team, were good guys, good clubhouse guys. And I think that sometimes is, eh, what does that matter? I just want the guy to mash. I just want the guy to get the ball. I just want the guy to run the bases hard. But there, there is something to that, I believe, having those types of guys around. He is absolutely undeniably the leader of this team. Um, and the, but the one thing that caught my ear was how he talked about the insanity of the free agent market last year. And that made me kind of just kind of tick my head up a little bit. And as you, as we kind of talk a little bit more about this and we talk about Cody Bellinger and some of these things, I want you to keep that in mind when he talked about the insanity of the off season last year, because some things happened last year that, I think we, you know, kind of, you can, it kind of gives you like an insight into Tom's mind here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, obviously, um, you know, David Ross is somebody that we've talked about and there's questions and all this stuff. 
Um, but I think any question or any possibility of Ross not being on this team ended when he had these things to say about David Ross. I think Ross, he did a great job. He creates a, a great clubhouse culture. Uh, the players love playing for him. Um, he keeps a he keeps a, a steady, balanced approach game in and game out that you need over the course of 162 games. And and um, you know he's I, I talked to him before the game today. He's as disappointed as anyone that, that we just couldn't quite pull it over the finish line. And and so um, I think he did a good job. I think I think I think Rossi had a great season, and uh, the players play hard for him. And so the one thing that he does say is is that he's our guy. And he, he said that, and so he made it real clear that there's not going to be really any speculation about David Ross's job. Yeah, I mean, that, that he wasn't the manager of the year, but he definitely didn't deserve to be fired either. Somewhere in between. No. And I think, I do think he's coming into the last year of a contract, right? Is he in the, last, the final year coming up in 24? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, think he, I think he's on notice. I, I mean, I think there needs to be Ross Tolbert or I think Ross will be gone, but I, I think it's the right move to bring him back at this time. Yeah. And, and Jed had some interesting things to say about that as well. Now, obviously again, when we talked in our last episode of the four burning questions about uh, 2024, Cody Bellinger is number one. And, and I did get a little chuckle out of this from Tom Ricketts. He had, there's, there's two clips here about Cody. Well, I think every team would love to have Cody Bellinger. Uh, we'd love to have him back. It turned out he had a great season. He's a great teammate popular guy i think he had a good summer here um i think he enjoyed chicago we'll, we'll do our best you know i mean it's uh you just never quite know i mean the, the way the contracts get written these days you have to be very careful you know it's not just the dollars it's the length and um you know some teams are willing to go 10 11 years on guys and you just have to be really careful because i mean you, no matter how you slice it you can only spend every dollar once and um, hopefully we'll find something that works for everybody to keep that going so when he says that, remember when I said the insanity of the offseason last year? Yep. I mean, that's clearly talking about those 10, 11-year contracts that you see certain guys get, the amount of not, not just money but years um, that you saw guys get. And I think that, you know, when you're talking about um, – you know, some, some of the contracts. So I, I, you could tell that Tom is not big into those 10, 11 year contracts, but this is what cracks me up when he talks about Cody and he talks about like Wrigley and day games and all that stuff. You know, Chicago is a great place to play. When we, when we go out to talk to free agents, we never have to sell the Cubs. I mean, players like the fact that the ballpark is full. It's in the city. You can live a few blocks away. And most of the players that are free agents already have yeah, they're already settled down. They have families. You know, they want to be home at night. Friday and Saturday day games, that's a plus. So um, recruiting's never an issue for us. We have a great great place for players to come. Yeah, uh, You know, the, obviously the dollars tend to win out over day games. But um, but we'll see how it goes this offseason. <laughs> dollars win out over day games. Okay. I mean, now I didn't kick, pick up on everything he said originally, so I'm glad you brought – that back that kind of makes you go hmm yeah and and, and so you know it, it, it's funny because people are like oh he loves playing at Wrigley oh you know yeah like day games are so great you get to be with your family and a lot of players do love that but at the end of the day who's going to write the biggest fattest check is really what's going to matter I keep pounding on the idea that the Yankees and the Giants would love nothing more than to have Cody Bellinger on their team as would 28 other teams well, but right. those two say, have- who, who wouldn't who wouldn't want Cody Bellinger on their team again for but again I do think there is a I think there is a a, a price right there's a, a how far is somebody willing to go 
Right. And, and, and again, as Tom brought up, not just that, the years. It comes down to the years. And, and so, uh, you know, but for me, when I think about Cody Bellinger, Dustin, he fills so many holes that if he doesn't perform, you know, in one way, like he, you know, if he's not the, you know, you have him as a gold glove center field, the gold glove first baseman, a guy that can hit and, and, and again, a good clubhouse guy. But again, if, if it gets ridiculous, I think sometimes people have to understand there, there is a certain limit where you're going to, when you're playing poker, when all of a sudden the price gets a little bit too rich, I know people say the Cubs and all, oh, they shouldn't have to worry about that. But I mean, that's not realistic, you know? Right. Right. And so this is what Tom had to say about his free agent plans. Well, I mean, we were aggressive this year. Um, and I think we'll, you know, stay in those levels. I'll let, you know, Jed decide where the dollars go. That's, that's, that's his job. But, um, the nice part is that, um, we do have a fair number of, of people coming through the system right now that could be real producers for us over the next few years. And on top of that, we have a core, you know, something we couldn't say two years ago. We have a handful of guys that are going to be here for the next few years. And we've got five or six positions locked down for next year. Uh, with guys that who are you know are you know well above major league average players and that's a great start so uh, it'll be up to jed to figure out where to go from here to supplement those guys to put a winning team on the field but i think we're gonna you know come into spring training optimistic and ready to go optimistic and ready to go i love it and they do they've got a good core there's no doubt about it they've got a good core they add a couple of really good pieces and i think they've got a really good shot at winning this division dustin when we did our podcast last year prior to the free agent market when the 2022 season ended we said okay here are all the holes you need to fix and it was a long list you you literally could have thrown a dart at a baseball diamond and 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 the cubs needed that but when you kind of go now and you take a look you know obviously to me first and third are the two biggest issues that you face but then when you go around the diamond you got your left fielder, your right fielder, you got your shortstop, you got your second baseman, and you got your catching tandem. So there is less shopping that needs to get done than we where we were last year. And so right. th- a th- lot, that four a makes lot, a difference. A lot less. A lot less. Yep. Not only that, but but you have another year of what Tom's talking about, these minor league players coming up that are going to be able to supplement. Again, when you sit there and you have minor leaguers – those guys are cost controlled. They're not expensive at all to the organization. And that's what allows you to make kind of the bigger purchases. Okay. You can't just go out and buy a team. That's it's very rare that that works out. And so the way you do that, the offset, the higher contracts is with the low contract. You don't pay Chris Morrell anything. You don't pay, uh, you know, Jordan Wicks is not making anything. Justin Steele's really not making much of anything. I'm not saying, I mean, I would trust me. I love their paychecks, but in baseball terms, right. he's not making what, uh, Carlos Correa is making, you know what I mean? He's right. not ma- making what, uh, you know, some of these other, you know, uh, Aaron judge is making it, it. So you're allowed to kind of have a little bit of flexibility. And so this was Tom's final words on the broadcast, um, regarding 2023. Well, I mean, obviously you can't be pleased when you miss the playoffs yep. when, you're, when that's your goal. But, um, but I think overall, I mean, we've had a couple seasons in here. It feels like yeah. a couple different seasons. I know. And, uh, you know, I just know that, uh, you know, like we had a, you know, we put on a good show for the fans. Plays, players played really hard. We came up a little short, but we're going to build on that for next year. You know, and that's that's a hundred percent, man. Is that it, it felt, Dustin? Like I, I when when we we'll continue to break down twenty twenty three, but it felt like three different seasons when you talk about, uh, you know, April, May, the summer, 
and then September. Three right. completely I mean, different seasons. Right. And, there, and there was, you know, there was a lot of there was a group of people that were upset with Ricketts, you know, the biblical losses comment, things like that, and you know, Ricketsville looking fantastic down, you know, Clark and Addison, everything going on, and yet the the, the what was on the field wasn't too good. And I always kept saying, we got to give them a little bit of time, got to give them a little bit of rope. And I think some fans did, and I think right now you got to be happy. But again, you have to trust him on his word. He said they're not done. So let's see what they've got left. 